right, Ty. Well, you know, we're dropping this episode on April 2nd. You know what that means, don't you? Um, no? What is it? Does it mean? Does it have meaning? Okay, let me ask you this. Did you have any beautiful women approaching you today offering sexual favors? You know, now that you mention it, I've been just basically raped by about three gorgeous women today. Me too. I just didn't think anything of it. I just went with it. Well, I'm pretty sure you got my sloppy seconds, but... Cool. It doesn't matter because it's National Have Sex with an Ugly Person Day. Is that what it is? April 2nd, Bubba. I just thought it was like a full moon today or something. No, no, no. It's uh, it's that time of year again. Um, so everybody get out and celebrate. And right. I mean, where should they go for like needs if they need any information on this? Um, I don't know. You could go to your local uh, internet cafes. There's lots of nerds there. Mm-hmm. Just jump on some of them. Libraries. Yeah, go to libraries. You could go to Walmart. Yeah, I heard that, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to LanceManion.com. Um, check out, I'm sure he's going to be going nuts today. Yeah, that's right. And um, also, well, I mean, he put us in charge. We are uh, the leaders of the Midwest chapter. That's right. For National Sex and Love Person Day. So spread the love. And so what should we leave him with, Ty? I don't know. I think you should just everybody get out there and find some uh, some ugly ducklings, some twos, yeah. some low digits. Low digits, yeah. Throw it to some twos, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. And if you're a two, you know, put some cologne on. Yeah. Wear your best shirt. Wear your Sunday best. And you know what, Ty? Up until today, I've never had a ten, but yeah. I have had five twos. You've had five twos today. Which, and I mean, if you do the math, it's really the same thing. That's true. So, um. I guess that's all we got, um, so do that and let's get to the show. Hey, how you doing, Rocky? I'm doing pretty good. What is this, uh, 31? This is 31. We just released the uh, the best of, the greatest hits, if you will. That's right. It's a pretty hot clip show mm-hmm. from the future. Yeah. And we, uh, we actually recorded a clip show. So. Mm-hmm. In the future, we did. In the future, and then we came back to present time. Um, yeah, so I guess we got a guest today. It's 
uh, my my old friend Aaron. Hello. Old friends. Old friends. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's been. I don't know. We were trying to figure out how long it's been since I saw it. I think we decided that it was too long, but not exactly how long. Yeah, and yeah, we also decided <laughs> that she saw me in the darkness or had the impression that I was there. <laughs> right. But it wasn't technically a sighting. I don't know. No. I yeah. Think we decided so. that. Um, yeah, Aaron, me and Aaron kind of grew up going to the same church, um, in the old youth group, and then after college, I branched off and she went her way, and, uh, here we are again. As it, yeah, as it happens in life, you know? Mm -hmm. Crazy. It's a big circle wrapped up, coming together right here at this point. But, yeah, what's important is you guys are talking together again, and mm -hmm. you have microphones in front of you now. Yeah. Right, and that's new. Yeah. To that's me, anyway, new. I... I don't yeah. think I've ever spoken to you with a microphone in front of my face before. Well, well, you know that might not be. That true. might not be true. <laughs> That's probably not true. Uh, but yeah, but what's kind of cool about this though is like it'd be kind of weird if I was just like. I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe that's just the way humanity's gone. But if I just called you up and I was like, hey, Aaron, come sit down and tell me all about your life and right. everything you're doing right now. And oh, we were just like having a table discussion. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm like, hey, come do our show and we can have that same discussion. Right. And we've talked about it before. This is the reason that we do this, actually, so we can get people over here. Like, how often can you be like, hey, come sit on my couch for an hour and just talk about things? Mm -hmm. you know? so <laughs> well, this if is... you claim to be a therapist, you could do that. I guess. And we could probably make like a bunch of money too. We could. Should we branch off a new show? Yeah, we could do that. I'd, I'd probably have to grow like a mustache, I think. and But we'd get a cool pipe too. Yeah. Like the hammers out to get sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have to talk in like a like a German accent too? You so have to do that thing good. where you lean in really close to people when you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Talk to them. Mm -hmm. I think it's supposed to make them feel like you're interested. <laughs> I think it does. Ooh. And just take notes, but you're really just sketching right. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I'm down with that for sure. All right, we're going to work on that. So, uh, Aaron, like, uh, what are you up to these days? Am um, I doing a lot of art and a lot of music? Yeah? Yep. That's awesome. I actually didn't even know you were in a band until just a moment, like right before the show. Right. Um, and what are they called? The band is called Killer Whale, and right. I'm a recent addition to their band. So. That's cool. So how did, you, how did you find out about the band and join them, and what was the story with that? Um, well, the band is made up of people who were already my friends, and I had been going to their shows and everything because mm -hmm. they're my friends, and I like their music. Sure. And uh, eventually, Dave, our lead singer slash guitarist, was like, do you want to be in the band? <laughs> and I said, okay. All right. And that was pretty much how it went, and I think he wasn't sure if I was serious at first because he asked me several times. If I still wanted to do it, and I was like, yes, I do. He's like, you sure? <laughs> so um, now I'm in the band. and Cool. And you're doing uh, keyboards, right? Yes. Harping the keys. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a big deal. Um, what kind of like what kind of music? I know that's like a hard question. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like rock and roll, you know? Like, mm -hmm. um, We've actually talked about this before, and I have the hardest time coming up with the genre to call it. Um, it is rock. And I can't remember what Dave actually called it. The one time when we finally were, we were in the car and he kind of decided, like, that's what I'm going to start calling it when people ask. Because yeah. I never mm -hmm. know what to say. Um, he, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's just kind of strange 
rock music. Yeah. And rock is very general, and I'm sorry yeah. if that's uninformative. No, you're but... speaking our language. I think we both have that same problem when anyone asks us, like, what kind of music we like. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing where you're just like, um... And you're hesitant to say, like, alternative. And it is yeah, alternative, it but is. It's, there's, like, everything's alternative. Mm-hmm. Everything's alternative. I mean, that's everything true. that's, like, um... Not ACDC mm. is like alternative rock. Yeah, you know? yeah. they're going to be like, you like 90s music? Right. You like Nickelback? Mm-hmm. Wow, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. is it a little bit like Creed? Is that... Yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah. like and Creed. Yeah. For the record, we're not like Creed or <laughs> no? Nickelback, but... Uh... <laughs> do you at least do like a cover song? Maybe a Creed cover um, song? I don't know. Maybe I or should that, bring that up. Or that, photo- that photograph song. Look at this photo. That would be a good one. You got to do that to get the people in the house. You do. You and really then you do. Can, like yeah. show them your new stuff. That can be like our sound check. Or yeah. People walking down the street. Burroughs walking down the street towards Jefferson Avenue. That's just like yeah. Or towards Washington Avenue. That's almost like a mating call <laughs> for Burroughs. They just come in. Like what's going on in here? And then blow their mind. Yeah. When in when in doubt, I would just. When somebody asks me what type of music I'm into, I'm just like power slop. I'm just into power slop. <laughs> power slop. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like what is that? Like I, it's just power slop, dude. Dude, if you don't know, if you don't know, then yeah. you just won't know. Yeah. You won't understand. Like, fucking Google it, man. Just mm-hmm. Google it. Google it. <laughs> I always end up just trying to like, because th- there's no way I'm gonna be. They're gonna, because if I go, oh, you haven't heard of it, they're gonna go try, and I'm gonna go Animal Collective, and they're gonna go what, and then I'm gonna be like, this is awkward. <laughs> so I always just be like. Radiohead, yeah. uh, Modest Mouse, oh, like yeah. just to kind of give them a the framework ones, yeah. in the direction of where I'm going, even though like I like Radiohead, but not Modest Mouse that much anymore, but just to give them kind of an idea. Right. I never know what to say when no. it's, what music I like, because it depends on my mood. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's, that applies to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's many people who literally listen to one thing. Mm-hmm. No. Like, oh, I only listen to, like this one radio station and the one kind of music mm-hmm. they play. I mean, maybe there are those people. Maybe I'm just, yeah. like, not yeah. aware of them. They're called bros right? and bro girls. <laughs> maybe. And it's 1077. <laughs> bro girls. I've never heard that term. I don't know that's, what a bro girl would be called. I, I, know, know, I know what it is <laughs> You know now. what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, yeah okay. I know. Good. You know, now that you bring that up, I have no idea what those girls are called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro girls. That's perfect. Bro girls? Yeah. All right. I can do it. I'll go with it. Yeah, you can't ever really, whenever someone asks you, like, at least for me, like, what type of music, and then I'm like, uh, you know, like Ween or Ariel Pink's Haunted Graffiti, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm there all day, like puddle yeah. surfers. Mm-hmm. And for everyone, they just have a puzzled look on their face, like, right. mm. and then they think you're like some pretentious dick or something. Yeah, well, no. and then if you say you listen to Ween and they do know what Ween is, Ween is so many types of music uh-huh. because they're so versatile. So it's like, I like Ween, and that could like apply to any of the genres that they've happened to mm-hmm. have played. Mm-hmm. Like so. a big, like you're like a big country fan then, because right, they're works, in their country album. <laughs> um, that's a good album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we got Killer Whale, and I think you guys got a show coming up, right? That's right. I believe so. It's on Saturday, actually. Yeah, I think Saturday at the Way Out Club. That's correct. At eight thirty p.m. Yeah. And what is it? What was it? The thirtieth? Mm-hmm. Man, April's already almost here. It's a big deal, man. It's kind of crazy. It's gone by. This year's flown by. Yeah. Little month chat coming at you. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite month? I go. Ooh, November. October. October. Is that just because you have a birthday in October? No. Halloween. Seasons are changing. Weather's getting awesome. Everything about October I think I really like. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I love... That's my favorite favorite holiday by far. Halloween? Yeah. 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 
I like any excuse to dress up in something that's not usually uh, yeah normal. <laughs> yeah, and I like that you can be totally weird and gross and gory and goofy without people thinking you're a weirdo. Right. Like, you want to do it the rest of the year, but this it's one... It's also, like, it's a good holiday because you don't necessarily have to do anything. I feel like a lot of big holidays, there's pressure to, like, well, if you don't go out, something's, mm -hmm. you know, what's wrong with you? You're mm -hmm. not going out. Yeah. You know, it's one of those holidays that you can sort of fit it to your mood. Like, you can go out yeah. and have a party, or you can sit around and watch scary movies. Yeah, that's true. Or not scary movies. No one's... You know, really gonna know. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then it's like at Christmas, you gotta go see your aunt. Like, you gotta go stop over there and you oh, gotta, yeah. like, give her a card and hug her and, you know. Yeah, buy gifts for people. Yep, you gotta do all <laughs> these, you gotta have all these little tasks that you have to accomplish by Christmas. And mm -hmm. I notice the older I get and the more, um, the more stressful Christmas is becoming. Mm -hmm. Like, as a kid, it's just like, chill, whatever, eat a lot mm -hmm. of food, get toys. And then the older you get, like, the more shit you have to go do. You have to go see these people and buy presents and, like, navigate the politics of family. It oh, yeah. is. It's super stressful. And then you're like, well, I don't really ever see my cousin. Do I have to get him a gift? Mm -hmm. And do I have to go stop by and, like, wish my Merry yeah. Christmas? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's why they should they should extend Christmas a little bit mm -hmm. so that you're not rushing around in one day. Yeah. I like the like... idea of, like, a few Christmas days mm -hmm. so that... You know, if I don't see you on this one day, like within this twenty-four yeah. hour block, you know, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. That should that should be part of it. Mm -hmm. That would be. I'll catch you on Christmas three. Right, you know? right. And people get offended, like if you don't see them that day or something. It it's like you're offending them, and you're like, dude, I have this like really like a ten hour period for me to go do right. stuff. I'm sorry. And especially if you have a like growing up, I had divorced parents, mm -hmm. so it was you know we had to do one family. And we're running around all over the place. And yeah. then we had to do another family. And it was the exact same thing over again. It got <laughs> to the point where it was like, oh, Christmas is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I've had I've heard the argument, uh, double gifts. Did that ever, like, fall into your favor? Double gifts. Yeah, like you get gifts from your from your dad's side and you get gifts from your mom's side if your oh. parents are divorced. Yeah, and, I suppose that does. That does happen. Yeah. Because that's really the only, like, positive that I've heard yeah. from people. It's like, you get, like, two sets of gifts, man. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Didn't complain too mm. much about double gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Killer Whale at Way Out Club on Saturday at 8.30. Um, and then I guess you also have some art going on, too? I do. I have a website with my friend Claire, who's also an artist, mm -hmm. and she's also very good. Um, the website is antvarks.com. Antvarks? Yes. I it's like um that. imagine the combination of an aardvark and an anteater. Antvarks. I'm picturing it right now. I like it a <laughs> lot. Antvarks.com. That's right. Okay. And what kind of uh what kind of art do you think? It's like power slop. You get into is it power slop? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, we do um power slop inspired art. No, um, <laughs> we do a lot of illustration. Mm -hmm. Most of it is sort of on a on the more cartoony side of mm -hmm. The descriptions. I don't really know how to how else to describe it besides that. But uh yeah, a lot of illustration, a lot of drawing. There's a little bit of animation in there, especially mm -hmm. on her side of the site. Okay. And then I guess do you sell art? Do you sell like your services or I uh do commissions, so selling mm -hmm. services, yeah. Cool. So That's if awesome. anyone needs a picture of something, there's a good chance mm -hmm. that I can make that picture. <laughs> and how long have you been? Chances. How long have you been doing this? Like, have you just been like drawing and sketching all your life? Or? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been drawing ever since like 
physically could, I think. Yeah. So I've been doing that for a long time. The website is only a couple years old, but art itself has been happening my entire life. And it's one of those things that if I'm going to keep doing it, I would like to turn it into a living. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's kind of my goal with that. That's the whole thing is finding, being able to do something that you love and make money for it. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's why I got into uh, construction work. Is that what yeah, it was? I'm starting my own construction company. <laughs> you got a dream, you got to follow yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, what else? Have you seen any good movies lately, Ty? Um, what have I seen? I'm watch I'm in the middle of Silent Hill th Revelations. Oh, it's really nice. bad. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> awful. No, I illegally downloaded it. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's awful. It's really bad. It has some amazing visuals in it. But other than that, it's a bad movie, man. Yep. Yeah, um, we. Mm -hmm. I haven't really been watching a lot either. We talked about the the Kubrick documentary whenever we release that episode. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be played into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> really. We went, we went word for word on that entire. We movie. really <laughs> did. We went over it. But, um, let's see. I watched one called uh, "Safety Not Guaranteed." It's on Netflix, and it's about um, these journalists from like Seattle or something go to this rural town where they saw an ad for. A guy saying, like, if you want to be a time traveler, come down here and uh, and we'll go on an adventure, basically. And so they go down there and this girl, uh, one of the interns, she starts training with him for this, uh, for this time travel adventure. And the whole movie is basically like, this guy is really weird and eccentric. Is this actually real? And nobody's ever sure until the very end. But it was really good, actually. It's kind oh, of yeah. like a little indie movie. I saw that on, on Netflix. I haven't checked it out yet. Mm -hmm. Um... Netflix is one of our biggest sponsors, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we mention them at least in every at episode. Least every episode, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What about? Have you seen any uh, any good movies? <laughs> I haven't watched any good ones recently. I, I uh, rewatched Space Jam. Oh wow! Space That's Jam. I've been meaning it's to throw that one. It's a terrible film. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was so bad. Don't at the time. ruin my childhood. I mean. Now you realize Michael Jordan was in this movie. Oh, correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it was just. I mean, it was. I don't know really why I watched it. Mm. I mean, I don't know why I watch a lot of the bad movies that I watch. And it wasn't that I like didn't enjoy it as a kid, or mm -hmm. that there's no allure to Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes being in the same film. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely watched that again and was like, wow, I uh, didn't realize how awful this was. Yeah, that's too bad. I had a feeling. I haven't seen it since I was like a kid. So. I uh, I recommend it, but I don't. Yeah. kind of thing if you like to you know sit through something mm -hmm. that's pretty bad mm -hmm. I uh, couldn't get over the fact that no one was at all disturbed by the fact that Michael Jordan showed up on a cartoon spaceship and was like I'm back no explanation <laughs> or the fact that his kids uh, didn't seem all that worried about where their dad was or the fact that Bugs Bunny knew where he was yeah yeah and, you know there were a lot of moments like that which Obviously, you can't be too cynical about a movie That's called true. Space Jam. But That's true. <laughs> it was it was a fun thing to rewatch as they, an adult. How did they talk Bill Murray into doing that movie? I know he's my favorite part of that movie. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know how they did that. Maybe he just didn't have anything else. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the way Bill Murray works. He's he just wasn't like, a he wasn't in it for very much of the movie. No, he was just sort of. But I guess maybe, yeah, somebody comes up to you like, uh, well, there's this movie with Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes, if you kind of want to do that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that seems like I mean, fun. I would say yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, 
Charles Barkley's in it too. <laughs> yeah. Barkley's in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Ewing, a bunch of basketball stars from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a classic. The soundtrack too. I was into that soundtrack. When oh I was yeah. A kid. Everyone was in it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that one song. To be a basketball star. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> Basketball <laughs> Jones. Yeah, that's actually kind of a cool song, man. Basketball Jones. That was Chris Rock. Was it? <laughs> it was. <laughs> Chris Rock. I did not know that. I heard that just the other day. I don't. Mm -hmm. I forgot where I heard it. It might. I think it was a a cover of a previous. So I think it was original, like in the seventies or something. And then Chris Rock, Basketball Jones. I'm a Space Jam soundtrack historian, so it seems like questions about it. Yeah, I have a just between that and then the I believe I can fly song. That was the entire Mm -hmm. soundtrack, right? That's right. Or was it? It was just those two songs in loop. That was the part that mattered. That was R. Kelly. Man. What else, uh, what other kind of movies are you into then? Um, I guess I really like a lot of, I like a lot of comedy movies. I like mm-hmm. to laugh. Yeah. So, yeah, man. None are coming to mind at the moment. Uh-huh. Just drawing a blank. <laughs> well, we were, we found ourselves in a, uh, Batman Forever vortex last oh, night. Oh, my um, goodness. Going back to watching <laughs> Batman Forever. It was weird on multiple levels, because one, it was HD, That's and that weird. was freaking me out. Well, old movies when they're in HD freak me out, like when they're on Blu-ray. They don't look right. Yeah, it's just yeah, you're it's you're used to seeing VHS quality, so. And then we got into talking about um, about Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. and how what was the, what was it that we went in from that to the Cable Guy, but what was the conversation that we were having about? I think I don't know. I was saying like obviously this movie was uh, pretty underwhelming because. You would think if you were in a Batman movie, you'd be remembered for that role, but nobody oh, yeah. is ever like Jim Carrey's greatest roles, yeah. the Joker. Or the Riddler. Or the Riddler. The Riddler. It, yeah. it was so unmemorable, we mm. forgot which character. Yeah, it's it true. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was a huge fan of The Cable Guy, and that movie just, like, everybody hates yeah. that movie for the Everyone most Everyone really hated that when that came out. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, it's a little bit of movie chat. Movie chat? Yeah. So, uh... I don't even know what's out right now. I There's know. nothing. Nothing out right now. Man. I think I watch a lot more TV shows than I do movies. Yeah, what do you what are you into so, TV wise? Like been really into workaholics lately. Yeah. That show is hilarious. Yeah, workaholics is awesome. Um, Ty's a big Walking Dead guy. I've never gotten into Walking Dead. Oh, you yet. haven't? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I'm totally watching into that. it, man. I missed season two. Oh, did but, you? The whole yeah. of season two? Well pretty much. I mean I think I've probably caught a couple episodes of yeah. it, but I missed it mostly, and I picked mm-hmm. it back up at series three. Yeah, so. season two was good at the end. It was kind of weak. Spoil it! Spoil it for spoil it. Everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> no. but yeah, I'm super into that. Um, <clears throat> what else am I into? Community. Oh, I've seen a few episodes of that. It's really, it's really funny, but I haven't it is. been caught up with it. Yeah. I've decided Community is like the funniest show on TV. Oh yeah, like, really. Yeah, laugh for laugh. Like I laugh more during that show than I think any other show. And that was the the Chevy Chase show. Mm-hmm. And now he's not on. And now he's been he's been thrown out. I guess. <laughs> I'll have to give that a watch. Yeah. yeah good. Um, I'm waiting for the new season of Mad Men. Yeah, I, I still have never watched any Mad Men. Oh, dude, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear from everybody. But other than that. Um, I gotta watch Argo still. I haven't seen Argo. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but good things. About Argo, Argo is super good. You've seen Argo? I haven't seen it, uh, but I've heard good things about it as yeah. well. It is good. I don't think it was like best picture good, but it was good. <laughs> so Ty, what was this 
Now, yesterday you you were telling me about some uh, about some dancing story. Oh yeah, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So yeah, at work I guess I get pretty bored sometimes, so I'll just go on Wikipedia and surf around, or go on like BuzzFeed and look at lists or something. Um, and I found a list of basically like old um, illnesses or diseases that they had different names for. They didn't really understand what they were, so they called them something. Um, and then what there are now. Well, one was Dancing Mania. And Dancing Mania, like, <laughs> it seems like it was, like, around the year 1000 to around, like, the 16 or 1700s. Um, and, and what it was is multiple people, like, from, you know, a few one person to a few people to, I think the biggest case was, like, 400 people all would dance uncontrollably. Like, it would be like they didn't have any control over themselves and they would just dance, like, in the streets or wherever they were. Dancing and it was, like, almost contagious. Like, people would see it and then all of a sudden they would be doing it. And it was so much so that they... Sometimes they would dance themselves... There you go. They would dance themselves, uh, like, until they were exhausted and they collapsed. Um, and sometimes they would dance themselves to death. And people, like... So it was actually, like, pretty common. Like, it wasn't an unknown thing at all. Um, and so I guess they figured out that it's it was probably a... Uh, it's probably a form of, like, mass hysteria, which is, like, whenever there's a lot of stress in the environment, one person gets, like, the symptoms of something, and maybe there was one or two people who were really afflicted by something, but then other people are like, oh, I got that too, and then they start <laughs> doing it, and then it, there's, it, like, overtakes them, and then other people are like, oh, my God, it's a disease, and then everyone, all of a sudden, there's 400 <laughs> people doing it. Is um, it related at all to disco fever, is it? I think <laughs> it might be. I think disco fever was the reemergence of it. I think it, it might was. Have been, yeah. It was cocaine fueled though by then. And now now what happened? Like now. Um So anyway, like the kind of the last reported case of it really was like the sixteen hundreds or something. Um but then that led me to kind of looking at uh like just mass hysteria in general and there have been cases like pretty much constantly up until like last year of of like a like and it in for some reason it's always school children and girls and it would be like one girl gets sick and and then another girl gets sick and then another girl gets sick and then all of a sudden an entire school is sick and the authorities and the government are coming in trying to figure out like what if there's like some kind of biological epidemic and then they realize no these are just like crazy people all wow. and it would be like spread out like this school, and then it would spread to another school, and I think it was as early as, like, last year in Nigeria or something like that. There was um, a big dance outbreak in Nigeria? Was it? No, it <laughs> oh. was just sickness. I wish. Oh, um, I could just see that as headline news. That'd be news. Happier, That'd be pretty awesome. That'd dance so outbreak awesome. in Nigeria. So, yeah, I was just interested in the fact that uh, mass hysteria in that form still exists, and we, I don't know, we don't really talk about it. I guess we don't understand it that much. Well, I don't, yeah, I mean... I, I haven't really seen, like, a case like that. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. why that just went away, why Dance Mania just went away. Yeah, I don't know, right? Uh, I don't, maybe everybody was just like, well, we don't have to dance. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, just because they are, we don't have to do it. Yeah. It seems to be related to stress, so at the time, like, everyone is, um, like, just working to live and working to survive and working their farms and hoping they don't kill, be killed by, like, some, some invading rogue group of vikings or something yeah. so and then also they're all like just brainwashed by religion and 
That is so like old timey people. Like their lives were so stressful. Just finding food was stressful. They had to make dancing stressful. They had to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They had to ruin dancing. Yeah, everything was. You stressful. think if it was related to stress, people would be doing that now? Or maybe that's the mm-hmm. maybe that's what we should be doing. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah, maybe we would have less anxiety problems if everyone mm-hmm. just broke out into mass hysteria. We yeah. should. We should start that. I would be totally down if there was like downtown. There were just like it's dance mania day. <laughs> And in this, like, park here, we're just going to play dance music all day. It's, Show up. I mean, really, whenever whenever people are dancing, they just don't care about any of their stresses in life. They're just mm. like, you know, that's like the embodiment of enjoying life, I think. Yeah. Whenever you see videos of people dancing, it's just like, it almost looks like it's something otherworldly, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, yeah. these are, it's just kind of, it's kind of strange, but it's awesome, you know? Yeah. yeah. I kind of envy those people, too, because I need to have a few drinks in me. For me to get there, and then even there, if I'm dancing, I'm still really self-conscious. Oh, that's how I do it, too. So, yeah, no. so even we've made dancing stressful. We have. We still it do it. Oh. It is super stressful, really, when you think about it. It is, man. But you just got to be like these people. They they don't care about what I look like when I dance. Like yeah, <laughs> they're not worried gotta, about what they look like. I know. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> so just go out there and make fun of everyone else. That way, no one will think that because they'll obviously mm-hmm. think that you're doing something right if you're able to make fun of everybody. That's or if you my... make yourself, if you mm-hmm. intentionally dance really bad, and then it's yeah. just like yeah. a big joke, like, oh, it's so funny, I could mm-hmm. dance better, but I'm doing this yeah. instead, it's yeah. like, oh, great. You know? And then I'm, nobody's really going to make fun of you, they're just going to be like, oh, he's just being goofy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Way to go. I like that. Is it, it can we dance at Killer Whale's show? Oh, is yeah. It, is dancing I, it's possible? It's encouraged, actually. Oh. You guys encourage? Okay, awesome. Like you guys that. get a lot of dancers out there? Um... Usually, once somebody starts it, then, you know, more people join in. Mm-hmm. That Maybe that's mass hysteria. <laughs> They're like, ugh, I gotta dance now. There's a lot of times at the beginnings of shows where people are just kind of, you know, standing, just mm-hmm. bobbing their heads mm-hmm. a bit, you know. But if one person takes enough initiative, I think, yeah. sort of, like, aggressively makes other people dance. Yeah. <laughs> I think, did we talk about that? It was, like, at a music festival? I think it was, like... Is it Sasquatch? Where there's like one dude, I think it's in California. There's a, there's one dude, and I think it's Santa Gold is playing on stage. But there's one guy like dancing crazily in the middle of all these people sitting down. And he's just like going at it. He just doesn't care what anybody, what anybody says. Um, and then one other por- person joins him. And they start dancing, kind of almost like making fun of him, just like to be goofy and kind of making fun of him dancing right next to him. And then another person joins and another person joins. And then all of a sudden there's like 200 people all like in this huge dance party. And it's just because of this one dude who had the balls to to move his feet. See, you guys need to like find somebody to be part of the band, but his job is to go out on the dance floor and just Mm -hmm. get the party started. You know what I mean? That would be like a really cool idea. Bring him with you everywhere. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think Dan Deacon does that. I don't know if you guys know Dan Deacon. Does he? He does it, or he has someone in his band. He has somebody like that, just like travels with him, um, and he just like sends him out onto this floor, and he kind of lets everybody know he's like, everybody, look at this guy and follow him and do what he's doing. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the entire like he like involves this audience in it too, like that, and all of a sudden, his entire the entire floor is uh, just mimicking this dude and having a good time. A good idea. That's the way yeah, to do it, I think. Well, you know what else would be a good idea? What would that be? Maybe take a break real quick. Yeah. Maybe get some water. Yeah, we can do that. Hear from uh, a couple sponsors, a couple advertisements. Yeah, get some money. Get All some right. money in our pockets. So. Sponsored by Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. <laughs>
So we got Aaron here, and uh, we'll talk about more fun stuff mm -hmm. when we get back. Yeah. Stay in your seats. Please don't panic. We interrupt your entertainment for a shocking announcement. As of November 15th, the world will never be the same. What's going on here? We need your help! You heard of the dream team? Well, we're the mean team. Ready? Yeah! Doc. Yeah. You kick it in here. You go to the hole and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Warner Brothers presents Jordan. Bucks. Bunny. Special delivery! Together, they just might save the world. Space Jam. You've never seen anything like it. November 15th, get ready to jam at a theater near you. Segment two. Yep. We heard from the Space Jam trailer. That's right. And uh November fifteenth, everybody. November fifteenth, it all changed. Either. Yeah, so basically I think what it comes down to is Space Jam was the masterpiece of the nineties. It really I mean, and I I'd completely forgotten about it really until Aaron brought it up and then I was like, Oh shit, Space Jam. Mm -hmm. Like that was a huge that was a huge thing. It, it was, was a big deal. It was a big deal. Are there any movies that like you were so into in your childhood that looking back now you're like, that was so stupid? Mm hmm. Hmm. You almost have to like rewatch them to figure yeah. out yeah. if they were so stupid. There were a few there were, I know there were a handful of movies that a lot of other kids mm -hmm. were into that I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. this is an unpopular opinion, but I didn't really care that much about Free Willy. I didn't either, to be All honest. Right. I was into Free Willy. Were you? I yeah. was into Free Willy. I feel like I'm, I'm almost hesitant to say that to people um, around the same age as me because mm. it's like that was a movie that was real big when uh, we were growing up. Yeah. And if you didn't like Free Willy, it was like, what's wrong with you? But mm. I think I just didn't understand why any of the movie was happening. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't like, get it. I don't know. Why do I care about this? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did have the VHS and I did wear the the whale necklace that came in the VHS. Oh, For sure, man. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't a huge fan mm. of the movie. Do you remember at the end of uh, at the end of it, it would there was like a or maybe it was at the beginning, I can't remember. There was a 1-800 number that was like call this number yeah. to save the whales. Yeah. Well, like, ten years later, me and my friend, Ryan, actually, we were watching it just because, and then that came on, and we called the number, and it was still active. So that was really wow. exciting, actually. That's good And by ten years later, I mean, like, twenty years later. I was right. hoping it was going to be, like, a phone sex hotline by now or something cool like we were that. Hoping to. Yeah. <laughs> that's just but seems still like having to do with killer whales. Um, Somehow. I was a big, like, I was a huge fan of the Power Rangers when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And that oh, and that Power Rangers movie is so ridiculous if you go back and watch ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Yeah. I did just watch that, like, last I year. Too. Did you? Why did, yeah. I don't know why that came up recently. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, me and my friend were just chilling, and we I think it was on Netflix, and we were yeah, like, I think that's why let's we watched watch it this too. right now. Yeah. Well, Netflix, they, they put on a shit ton of Power Rangers stuff all of a sudden. Like, it was all the old episodes that I used to watch and love as a kid, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't believe that, this, that I was into this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Speaking of, I just saw uh, the Green Ranger in person. Tommy? Jason David Frank. Yeah, Tommy. He was at Comic Con. He should just change his name to Tommy. Tommy. Was Tom? Who? Uh, was it? Wasn't that Jason? I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it was Tommy. Well, I don't know. Now I'm confused. I think Tommy was like the cool Green Ranger. Like he was like the uh, like the was, outsider kind of. Mm-hmm. He came in and he was actually a bad guy at first, and he I came do, in to destroy yeah, I remember them. Remember that he was a bad guy. And then they turned him, and he became the Green Ranger. We can pull this up real quick. Yeah, you could do that. I to confirm it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I saw him in person doing his thing. I didn't really talk to him. I just saw him from a little bit of a distance. And that was at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. That was at Comic Con this past Saturday or Sunday. Actually, I only went Sunday. Oh, wow. I was Comic-Con. It was good. I mean, for the the day, that day is when that huge snowstorm hit. Oh. So there weren't as many people, but there was still a good amount of people. And I think it was kind of cool because everybody, all the talent that was there for the most part, um, they stay in the hotel right there, so they don't have to cancel. So, is Rodrigo looking that up? Yes, he is. I don't know if you noticed right Rod- Rodrigo, but he's our producer. He's our uh, Latin producer. He doesn't speak a lot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do much of anything. <laughs> he mostly just screws up a lot. Well, we're seeing on the uh, we're seeing on the screen here. I think you're going real deep. Well, it's just, yeah, it's showing us just mm-hmm. names of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, like they're... It's just yeah, Jason David Frank's right there. Let's see. Known for here. his work with the Power Rangers. Tommy. Yep. So the green one's Tommy. Green one's Tommy. And sometimes the white one, too. And the white one, he was the white ranger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was, uh, he had a a romantic uh, love affair with Kimberly, the pink ranger. I remember that. I I was always a fan of, everyone thinks I would like the black one, but I liked the blue one because he was a nerd. Yeah. He was a nerdy dude. I I identified with him. It was always awkward whenever you played Power Rangers with your friends, Mm -hmm. like, Every every boy, I think, for the most part, wanted to be the Green Ranger because Tommy was the cool one. Yeah. But then you'd have to like kind of you'd have to have a relationship with Kimberly, mm. and it would get kind of like kind of yeah. awkward. Right. And then the nerdy kid in the group would always get pigeonholed yeah. into the Blue Ranger. I always got pigeonholed into one of two characters. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can be yellow or pink. Yellow. That's <laughs> true. You don't have much choice, and, I suppose. Uh, you know, that's that was one weird thing about being a girl growing mm-hmm. up because it was like there's usually in a in a show where there's like a group cast girls aren't always the main character except mm-hmm. for in like certain shows obviously like Sailor Moon doesn't no. matter who you pick in that show mm-hmm. but if you're playing with a bunch of guys and you're a girl it's like you have to be the girl character yes, because, by default yeah. yeah and you have to be in love with the boy that's playing Tommy right if you're Kimberly mm-hmm. right so I can mm-hmm. see that yeah that's cool. Does it, do you guys remember at all? I don't know if we've talked about this either, but VR Troopers? Is anybody with me? I was so against VR Troopers just oh, because I they seemed like a knockoff of Power Rangers. They were, but damn it, they were amazing. <laughs> you, were, amazing. you were a huge fan then. I was into VR Troopers a lot. It was basically the same show, except um, on a much lower budget, if that's possible. <laughs> See, man, that's that's what I like about you. Like As a kid, like you didn't you didn't discriminate between shows. You just you just took it all in. <laughs> I did. I loved it all, man. You're like Power Rangers and VR Troopers. What the hell? I'm like, I like them both. Why not both? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What was that one that was with, like, they all had, like, lion-type robots? It was a bit like Power Rangers, but mm. I cannot think of the name. It's a bit mm-hmm. like Power Rangers, like in that they had all these like robot 
animal giant things that all attached and turned into a giant animal robot thing. And it wasn't a Power Rangers thing? No. I wonder if that maybe, was... Maybe, unless I am I wonder if that was VR, VR troopers. troopers. It might have been. I thought they were like lions or something. What does the VR stand for, Ty? Virtual reality, sir. Oh, of... no, it's not that then. It's but not... I do... I had toys of that and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> you didn't... I yeah, just it, had was, them and it was I... pretty awful. <laughs> I remember playing with them, but I didn't know what they were. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But yeah, that's what I was into. We'll see who else at Comic-Con I saw. Um... Henry Winkler, from a little bit of a distance. Um, that was cool. I saw Draco Malfoy, Tom oh. Felton. He needs to just change his name to Draco Malfoy. He pretty much does. Because every time I say Tom Felton, everyone's like, what? what? Um, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, Billy D. Williams. I shook uh, G- Dean Cain's hand. Dean Cain played from Superman in the 90s. I remember him from Ripley's That's Believe awesome. It or Not. Yeah, Ripley's Believe <laughs> It or Not also. I shook his hand. He was pretty cool. Um, and then did, you, you, did you ever get into Firefly or anything? Uh, yeah, I actually did. I watched Firefly and Serenity, the movie that followed it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I said it. I met, uh, I got her autograph actually, Anara. Oh, yeah? Um, Miranda Bacarin. Was there was there a reason that you didn't approach Henry Winkler and try to get his autograph? There was just a lot. Well, you have to pay for autographs for one thing. Uh, um, I mean, I think at least if you go into his line, like they have a line of booth, and that's how they make their money is, is you pay for a picture or an autograph. Um, and he had a huge line, so I didn't want to get into it and just be like, I just wanted to look at you <laughs> up close. Uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, it's cool. I like Comic Con's fun. Just it's the first actual I've ever been to, um, but it was it's just a bunch of people getting to be nerdy again, like playing on that Halloween thing. Mm. People getting to dress up and have fun and be goofy. You didn't dress up? No, I didn't dress up. I wore my uh, Hufflepuff scarf, <laughs> but I didn't really dress up. But yeah, yeah, and also you went on Sunday, like the day of the big snowstorm. Storm of the century. Yeah, it really was. Still, like, the nerds came out, man. They braved the winter, but it was definitely not. I heard Saturday was the huge day. Yeah. So. That's pretty awesome. Um, I see uh, we actually picked up some uh, some crickets here. Oh, yeah? For, like, a little snack time. Um, yeah, like for an animal, for your rabbit or something? Yeah, they're not, they're not live, but they're packaged almost just like a snack food. Mm-hmm. You know, they're... Uh, they have uh, nutrition facts in the back, actually. They are actual nutrition, nutrition facts. facts. There are nine calories. So that's I'm going to probably maybe have to cut one in half. Just cut it in half. Yeah. I'm trying to work on my figure here. Right. Um, but yeah. But um, they're also flavored, right? Yeah, bacon and cheese flavored. That's right. We uh, passed up the sour cream and onion. Didn't really think that sounded great. Sour cream and onion crickets. Yeah. And then they if I'm had, gonna have crickets. Like, I think they got to be bacon and cheese flavored. <laughs> exactly. And then they had uh, just cricket flavored crickets. Cricket, uh, cricket flavored. flavored. Yeah. So they're just literally just bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just bugs in a box. That's for the uh, yeah. That's for like the liberals who don't like to mess with things. They're just mm-hmm. like I want it natural. The cricket enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I see that they, they sell these. I don't know who's eating them. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, the only time you're going to eat crickets is if there are people sitting there like, hey, let's just all eat a cricket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Much. I'd say so. This is definitely like a uh, party kind of novelty thing, yeah. for sure. 
But although I imagine there is one guy who's just like, I gotta go get some more crickets. <laughs> I could see him. Too. I'm out of crickets. I could Sitting s- alone. Yeah. I could see him maybe watching old episodes of VR Troopers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You got it. Yes, definitely. Just popping a cricket in his mouth. And casually. A, a lot of like Mountain Dew game fuel, too, I think yeah. he probably would drink. Oh, I can, I see, can that. see that. Yeah, yeah definitely see that. But... I like this character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the thing is about this character is everybody can picture someone oh, yeah. from their life. It's like <laughs> I know I know that guy very well, the Game Fuel Kid, yeah. and also Mountain Dew has recently released Kickstart. Have you seen this? It comes in the tall boy can, and it's supposed to be no, have they? the way to start your day, Mountain Dew style. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So instead of Mountain Dew, you drink a different Mountain Dew. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah, early right. morning Mountain Dew. I don't know what morning. the difference so, is. So they've started differentiating between which time of the day yeah. this Mountain Dew is for. The You're going to have to start coming up with a nighttime. Yeah, movie. that one has vitamin C in it, so I think that's what differentiates it. Yeah, it seems like every morning thing always is like vitamin C. <laughs> and for someone like me that, like, I'm just tired of orange juice, you know? Yeah. like. It's like give me a break with orange juice already yeah, really. for a morning drink. I know. What 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 else could I drink? Can't you just put vitamin C into like Red Bull or something? Yeah. And like I love Mountain Dew so much that mm-hmm. I want to drink it. But a lot of times I wake up in the morning, it's like it seems kind of early for Mountain Dew. It really does. Yeah. Well, does. now Kickstarter is here. No, so. I got it, guys. Problem solved. So crickets. They're really crickets, is what they're called apparently. Crickets. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little bit nervous right now. I know, I'm feeling <laughs> a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to join us? You don't have to. I, I mean, I might as well. I you don't, might as well. I don't know why I'd pass up the opportunity to it's true. eat a bug that tastes <laughs> like bacon and cheese. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to open this now. Oh, I think we should slowly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't get the bag open. All right, we got it. <laughs> So, the show's over, we can't open the cricket bag. I don't know. Just, Should we just pop one out? Just dump some of them out. We can pick out which one we want. I'm just going to go for this one I'm, right I'm here. predicting that the texture is going to maybe be more bothersome than the taste. Yeah. Exactly. It seems like one of those kind of deals. It'll probably taste like a sunflower kernel, really, once we eat it. But... Yeah, that definitely looks like a cricket, though. It's I very cricket-ish. I got a big cricket. You got a big dude? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, there's no saying you can't just switch them out. I guess. Yeah, I guess. You could break them. Some yeah, little we... drumsticks in there too. <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind these this just collection of dead bugs cost three ninety five. That's right. So. There's no saying that you can't at on your own time go pick up some bugs. Yeah, that's what I was actually going to say. Our character from earlier is probably enough of an enthusiast that that's what he does. He yeah gets them, he dries well, he them, he bakes them in himself. The house. Probably does. He grows them, harvests them himself. Yeah. Eat the dog one, too. He probably does. And then he probably sells the rest of them to wherever you got these in these little boxes like that. Yeah. He's the guy that makes these. Um. So what are we going to do? We're just going to pop this Let's dude? Just, there's only one way to really to do it, just to pop it in yeah. your mouth. And All right. Chew on it. All right. If uh, there's a trash can around the corner, if anybody has to spit it out. That's right. I'm, I'm pretty confident That's that I can right. at least get it down. Yeah, I think I might be able to, but... Your dog seems really interested. Should we give the dog one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can give them. We can give them each one. But let's see that. All right. Like they have a lot less apprehension about it. Well, yeah, they eat that bowl of dog food in there. There's probably <laughs> dead do. crickets all over in that thing. <laughs> That's true. Right, so you guys ready? Um. Yeah, I guess so. We're, I guess the point can be ready. Ready? Are photo? we gonna count? Or are we just gonna go for it? Sure. Give us a count. All right. Ready. One. Start at a hundred. Ninety. Okay. One. Two. Three. I'm liking the expressions that I'm yeah. seeing. Yeah. 
not you know what? I'm kind of upset that it doesn't taste more like bacon and cheese. Yeah, me too. I it's a very don't mild. Taste any bacon or cheese? Mm-hmm. No. I think uh, I think they just put that on the box, really. <laughs> the trick people like us. Yeah. <laughs> so it pretty much tasted. It was like a bland, really bland taste. Not a bad taste. Not a good taste either. No, it was it, to me. It tasted like an unflavored pork rind kind mm-hmm. of. It kind of had that like <laughs> texture a little bit. Yeah, it yeah. was um. Very dry, kind of dusty tasting. Yeah, dusty. Yeah, very dusty. Definitely. Same as you. Is it like hard dust? Mm. Hard dust. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, write the company a little letter and say, you guys need to pump a little more flavor into these dudes. This is the first time Shecky won't eat it. Really? Yeah. Really? He, Shecky's like, dude. He's trying. He wants to eat it, but he. But at the same time, he's just mm-hmm. like, forget it. All right, so we just ate crickets. All right. Yeah, that was, was a... I can say that's the first time I've intentionally eaten a bug. Yeah. And if you want to take these home, I can put them in a little Ziploc bag for you, and mm-hmm. you can, for the ride home or something. Uh, you know. That's what we're all about here. We're all about new experiences. And we want to oh, yeah. give we want to give the guests something to take home with them, so. Um, oh, I appreciate <laughs> mm-hmm. Have the, our dead bugs. Yeah. A box of $4 <laughs> dead bugs. <laughs> That's how we do it, guys. Ty, we should get in the business of, of selling dead bugs. We could. I feel like we could do way better at so. uh, the flavoring. Well, you know, even if you just didn't bullshit with it, you just said, this is literally a box of dead bugs, mm-hmm. you can buy it for $4, you know, yeah. then nobody could possibly dis- disappoint That's you. That's true, that's true. Even if they just sprinkled some paprika on top of it, like, they could have done that easily. Something. Well, there I mean, was. I guess there's no saying you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't just... That's true, we could have taken... Put them out on a little platter and mm-hmm. put some, you know, dip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some cricket dip. <laughs> yeah. What would that be, ketchup? <laughs> just ketchup cricket dip. <laughs> We can make our own con- concoction. This is that same guy who mm. works out a box of bugs. He gotta have it with a, ketchup. It's a squirt of ketchup next he to does. it. He does. sits down. He's the guy that was a big fan of the green ketchup. Oh, oh he yeah. loved green ketchup. Yeah. yeah. They had the purple one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, we've talked about that before. We have. Have you? That's a recurring thing. <laughs> it really is. Well, we went we went for about 45 minutes, like two episodes ago, talking about ketchup versus catsup. Mm. Oh. And that was a huge thing. That's right. And whenever I think about the green and purple ketchup, I just think of, like, my nephew being, like, six and just having green shit all over his mouth, and it's just <laughs> disgusting. Just looks like alien blood or something. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, yeah. Crickets, so, yeah, man. crickets, guys. I've seen, also, this at the same place, they were selling um, lollipops, like, clear, just like a block on really? a stick, but on the inside it had a scorpion. And why Ew. would you want to eat a scorpion? It doesn't even seem safe to eat a scorpion. No, no I mean, like, crickets are at least not usually threatening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think once a long time ago on a mission trip to Mexico, actually, uh, in Mexico I bought a lollipop and it had, um, like, the worm in it, like like you would find in the tequila bottle. Uh-huh. And so the lollipop was fine. We got down to the worm and somebody dared me to and I bit into it and it was disgusting. Like, it was still, like, moist, and it had, like, this, like, uh, what's the, what's the, like, liquid to preserve bodies, that stuff? Oh, like, formaldehyde? Yeah, like, it had this, like, formaldehyde taste to it, and I, and I had to run and almost threw up. Something about that doesn't seem safe. If something tastes a bit like yeah. formaldehyde, yeah, it really you probably did. aren't supposed it to. It might have just been the natural taste of the thing. I don't know. Sure. I would put, and I would definitely put my, my full trust in a company that's selling worms and 
lollipops. I like, would. I'd be yeah, like, these yeah. guys. They are... could never do any wrong. No. It's like why? Why risk? Accidentally getting a bug on the conveyor belt. Let's just sell the bugs. Just, <laughs> you know? It's kind of our thing. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the, t- the people who make tequila, like shitty tequila, and they're like, we got an overflow of bugs here. We got a surplus. <laughs> Let's put them in lollipops. It's it's hilarious, because how many people would be so pissed if they got a cricket in like their Snickers bar? Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're just selling the crickets now. Yeah. Now you yeah. can just buy them by the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You're getting your Snickers bar. I think that would ruin... Snickers for me for at least a little while. Yeah, it would. Especially if if it just wasn't on the candy bar, if it was like mixed in the nougat. Oh, that yeah, yeah, that's how I'm kind of imagining it. Like you, you open it, or you, yeah, you bite into it, and yeah. you look in there, and there's just a bug sitting there. Yeah. Every time I eat an apple, I kind of worry about that. Like I'm <laughs> eating through the apple, and then I'm like, at some point, I'm gonna look down and see like half of a worm. Like a big old green worm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a. Like a busy world, a busy world of Richard Scarry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got eyebrows even. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's wearing one pant leg mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with a patch on the pant leg. I'd be okay with that. Then we could be friends, maybe. That's true. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I ate your house. <laughs> you didn't eat anything. Really? <laughs> I forgot about Richard Scarry. Yeah, the apple was like his vehicle. Yeah, mm-hmm. he drove around yeah. in an uh, apple car. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he just uh, he just passed on mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, I believe. Richard Scarry. Oh, that's right, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel times. like I feel like he's in like a Jim Henson world now. Like they're just kind of doing their own thing. He is. He's hanging out with him and the guy uh, who wrote "Where the Wild Things Are." What was his oh, name? Yeah. I forget his name. But yeah, they're all hanging out. Speaking of kid stuff, Aaron has a tattoo of Breck. I do. Really? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we really, I really want to see. I've never seen it in person. Really, it's a bit faded now from being in the sun. Oh, that's awesome! So I need to get it all touched up. So awesome. Colored someday. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, people a lot of times ask me like, "Why'd you get that?" And literally, the answer is, "I like it." Yeah. (laughs) Like it's crack. It's it's hilarious. I don't know. That is pretty sweet. So, and that's also the reason that I got it. Um. Obviously, if you're listening, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. It's a picture of It's Brack on your face. Go from, ahead. <laughs> from Space, from yeah. space Ghost. Um, it's not quite on the bicep. It's mm-hmm. you know, down the arm. So if I'm wearing short sleeves, it's still visible. Nice. And people ask me sometimes, like, why'd you get it there? Like, I was like, well, because I wanted to be able to see it. So people could see it, yeah. It was, yeah. You know. If anybody doesn't know, Brack is uh, Space Ghost. Coast to coast. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. I, uh, I, I guess there was an old show in the sixties, which I've honestly never really watched, or seventies. It's it funny, bad, bad though. Is it's, it funny, bad? It's worth watching because it's funny. Bad. I guess that's the reason they probably made the the yeah. newer show, and then in the nineties they rebooted it, and I guess they just retrofitted it and put their own uh, voiceovers to it, and mm-hmm. made it into this ridiculous, crazy, zany show yeah. that was like kind of. Like, we talked about it kind of going forward to what comedy has been moving to now, especially, like, cartoons and stuff, yeah. but it was doing it way before. It oh, was, yeah. it was like, Adult Swim way before Adult Swim. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was, it was what Adult Swim mm-hmm. followed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so and there was Coast to Coast, and then for a while they ran another show with the same characters and voice actors called Cartoon Planet. Really? And oh, it was yeah. like where that was where like all the songs came from. Oh, okay, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. I remember I us never like really listening knew to those. Yeah, you remember like, that and like yeah. the the van and stuff. Yeah, those were that was fun times. Yeah, those totally fun times. And I also remember the Brack show too was a thing mm-hmm. for a little mm-hmm. while. And that came after Cartoon Planet, but it was 
some years, it was a few years after, mm-hmm. and they just decided to, like, restart it yeah. again. And so, but the same uh, guy, Andy Merrill, has been doing the voice of this version of Brack, and he's hilarious. Really? So is, is he still I'm, doing anything, or is it? Uh, still Yeah, happening? actually, on Friday nights, I believe, they have a thing on Cartoon Network now, mm-hmm. and they've called it Cartoon Planet again, but it's different, and it's more of like a... I don't know what you call those kind of shows where they just kind of have random cartoons, like short cartoons. Oh, okay. But it's like yeah. hosted by uh, Brack and Zorak. That's awesome. So it'll be Brack and Zorak talking for a minute or so, and then they'll play an episode of a cartoon. And then so excellent. And yeah. uh, Zorak was like the the little uh, center, or the cricket yeah, guy, or whatever. Yeah, he was the mantis. Mantis, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 He was like the band leader. He was the <laughs> yeah. That show is, I have so many good memories of that show, mm-hmm. Just and especially like having to stay, usually having to stay up late or wake up super early to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was never on on like regular times, it no. seemed like. You know what another another show for me whenever I was a kid that was like such a treat because it was always on a really weird time was uh, Two Stupid Dogs. Oh Two yeah, Stupid Dogs. I like that one. Yeah, I would only catch that every once in a while if I was mm-hmm. up super late or really early. Yep. That was a good show. If you guys have um, the station... Boomerang, they play a lot of that yeah. stuff now. Get now that. all the '90s stuff is retro enough to be on Boomerang, which mm-hmm. is like depressing but happy at the same time. Yeah, it's because, weird because that used to be you know? <laughs> like, uh, like, I don't know, like Flintstones and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and that stuff is still on there, but it was mm-hmm. almost exclusively yeah. like '60s cartoons and '70s, and I guess maybe some '80s. Although, like, no, none of them come to mind. But uh. Yeah, now it's you turn it on and it's like Dexter's Lab and mm-hmm. Samurai Jack and Powerpuff Girls and it's very like exciting to me because it I'm like, oh, cool, I miss huh? this show. Like yeah. Cow and Chicken is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows. That show cracks me up. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Everything's going that way too. Like, uh, like TV Land. Remember TV Land used oh, to yeah. be like all I Love Lucy and Leave It to Beaver, and now it's like Cheers and Who's the Boss <laughs> and and like. Even George my, Lopez is on TV. Yeah, right? George Lopez and really? stuff. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, I I recently have been, like, on a Ren and Stimpy kick. Like, yeah. I've been watching every, like, all three seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've watched it. But that yeah. is, like, that is one of the coolest cartoons. It is so just, like, visually, like, awesome. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It was nuts, the things they were doing on that show, and then broadcasting it on a yeah. network. Yeah. Strange. And the thing that was weird about that was they got rid of the creator, John Kay, like after the really? first first season because they thought oh, yeah. he was he was kind of pushing it too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they brought in this new production company and it went even further, I thought. Yeah. Like the gross out mm-hmm. factor of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Classic, classic kid stuff. Uh and of course shout out to uh, Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh yeah. All day long. I was pulling up some old episodes of uh, Global Guts, too, on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Guts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guts was awesome. I had a crush on, uh, was her name Moira? Myra? Mo? Mo? Yeah. yeah. The, Let's go uh, lead Mo. the ref. Oh, I had a mad crush on her in her little British accent. Yeah. <laughs> did anybody have the, uh, did anybody have the, uh, the great thrill of going to Universal Studios? I didn't. I always yeah. wanted to. You never did. I did. I never did anything cool. Like I never got to go on any shows or anything. Yeah. Just the, you know, the old rides and stuff. Although once I met Keenan and Kel. Oh. They were filming something right outside, like the Jurassic Park ride, and then they stopped to do autographs. 
So I have their autograph somewhere. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and then, like, did they leave? Like, whenever they left, was was Keenan like, oh, here you go. <laughs> he <laughs> <did. laughs> When we were running up to him, like, a mess, a herd of kids. Ah, uh, here it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's uh, a lot of good memories there. For sure. Nickelodeon's gone downhill. I don't even know what what's Nickelodeon doing these days. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've got I've got them all confused because it feels like Disney and Nickelodeon have all melded into the same yeah. thing. So I and don't know who's playing what. Too. Yeah, even you know, that the same too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What's newer that's good? Okay. I mean, by now, Spongebob's pretty old. Yeah, it They're is. still riding those coattails, though. They are. They are. Um, I was... You know, Adventure Time's good. Adventure... Is Adventure Time Nickelodeon? Or Cartoon Network? Yeah, Cartoon Network. Okay, Adventure Time is awesome. Yeah. yeah for sure. Adventure Time Regular is show's pretty funny. Regular that's show's That's also Cartoon funny. Network. I, I really yeah. don't know what's going on with... Mm, I have to admit, I was into iCarly a little bit here and there. You were into <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. If iCarly was on and I happened to be flipping through, I'd be like, okay. I'll really? Yeah. Wow. I'm not ashamed. Casual iCarly fan here. Yeah, you know. I thought I should start wondering whenever I rode in your car and I saw the Big Time Rush CD. You just the BTR? Too, yeah. yeah, I saw him at Six Flags yeah. a few years ago. I didn't really. I was going to. And then <laughs> my friend had to cancel and that was also Ryan. Um, we were totally going to go, and then he ended up not being able to go. Bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So uh, we're about to our hour point at this point. Yeah, yeah. I guess we could take another break. Might as well. Yeah, I'm, I don't know about you guys. I'm going to eat some more crickets, though. Probably. Yeah, I could do a couple more, yeah, I think. Maybe melt some cheese over them this time. Yeah, I was thinking about putting some garlic. Some ketchup. Salt, and there some you go. cricket some dip. Ketchup. The yeah. world-famous uh, cricket dip. Cricket mm-hmm. dip. So we're going to find all kinds of fun recipes, maybe, during this break. And do it. Yeah. And then we'll come back and share them with everybody. You want a new soda that's totally in your face? <laughs> Uh. Bonk. It's what you drink. Segment three, the final segment. That sounds like a very interesting, like movie almost. <laughs> the final <laughs> segment. segment. <laughs> but yeah, um, so what were we talking about before? Before we start, it's always like we always do that. We're like, let's fucking talk about that right yeah, now, and, and then, then we, we hit play, and then we don't know how to get back <laughs> into it. Well, we've I been get talking yeah. about uh, having no problems with being gay, yeah, or you know, with other people being gay. Mm-hmm. I think me and both uh, me and Aaron kind of come from the more of the, I mean, we both went to the same youth group, so the same church background, and especially youth group, I don't think people understand is, it's like a, it's a culture, it's like a mm-hmm. community, so 
you don't just like at least if you're really into it you don't just go there once a week and then you go home and mm-hmm. like youth group is youth group you go there you know multiple times a week you go on retreats you hang out with those people i feel like yeah there's always something else and then you you're like helping them you know like wash their their uh houses or like you're always doing extra like curricular you're, like you're building things for people building birdhouses yeah there was there was some of that too yeah um which is cool i think it i think it was pretty cool it's just a place you can go hang out with people and and like a really non-threatening environments i guess and yeah yeah there were definitely uh pros to it Mm -hmm. in that sense it kind of gave me um and i'm assuming a lot of other people involved kind of a sense of a circle of friends Mm -hmm. and a place to sort of be accepted i mean there was always there it sounds weird to say but there were always the popular groups yeah. you know when the when the group was bigger mm-hmm. it was like there were popular people and you know it sounds stupid but yeah. there was a bunch sure. of high schoolers it was i mean it, any so. group of people is going to have that kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. so there was that but i mean for the most part everyone was pretty accepting of everyone else mm-hmm. and it was a good environment in that sense yeah yeah so i guess we were talking about uh well, I I pulled up a clip. I've heard it. I mean, this this isn't breaking news or anything. Mm-hmm. This isn't like uh, CSP exclusive, you know. But I pulled I pulled up this clip of, I guess she's she's like a she's a singer songwriter kind of along the uh, vein of like a Melissa Etheridge, mm-hmm. and apparently she had like a breakdown. And I guess people weren't didn't weren't really aware. Maybe a lot of people weren't really aware of her like how Christian she was. But she's like the type of Christian like the. Like the people that are God hates fags, like that type of yeah. question. Um, anyways, I pulled this clip of her on stage pretty much having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll play some of it. It's not too late. Y'all can this Jesus gang anytime you want. But um, I was in a prayer meeting yesterday. And you gotta appreciate how scared, how scared folks on that side of the equation are. I mean, from their vantage point, and I really should say there, because it's mine too, um, we are at nearly the end of time. And from our vantage point, uh, we're going to be, uh, I think maybe Chinese water torture is going to be the means, the method. Once Prop 8 gets, uh, it's. Oh. I think people kind of think that she's being ironic, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like, a lot of people kind of haven't jumped completely on yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you might need to come back up here. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wi-Fi. Technical difficulties. Yeah. I can hate Wi-Fi sometimes, Ty. Yeah. It always not works at times that you anyway, need to work. She ended up... Her name is uh, Michelle Shocked. Mm-hmm. She ended up getting the... Getting the... Uh, what what the fuck do they call it whenever like they they pull you know. off the stage? For, they, they they pulled her off the stage. Yeah, they got she got curtains. She yeah. got the curtains. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, after afterwards, there's also there's also clips of her being like, well, I guess I'm not getting paid for this show. Anybody want to donate some money to the mm-hmm. you know to the ah. street performer? You know, really. So yeah, I think and it sounds like it was surprising because she's even though she was Christian and it sounds like she's been for a while. Um, Everyone sort of saw her as more of a liberal kind of person who was really friendly and open with homosexuals and everything. Mm-hmm. So apparently she was like an ally before that, but wow. and she dropped that on him. And that was the part that I always had trouble 
with like understanding because I didn't come from like a really religious family, mm-hmm. but the part with like people that are like really really into Christianity, like mm-hmm. they hate certain people for yeah. not being into like uh, like gay people. I never mm-hmm. really understood that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's, like, fundamentalists or, like, extremists. It's not going to be your average. I don't think you're going to walk into, like, a major church and, like, you know, find a bunch of Westboro kind of people. Mm. They're just more like the people who are like, well, it's technically it's a sin and I don't agree with it, but I don't really hate them. But then you have your, like, extremists who are in way too deep who just have, like, this violent hatred of them and, you know, think they're going to be the ruin of America. Which I think me and Aaron were talking about, like, we've never felt that, or mm-hmm. I've never had yeah. that feeling at all. Yeah, we were kind of also talking about how that is one of the tougher parts of being in a religion, or, you know, in, in the context of growing up with that religion, mm-hmm. and being in a church group, in a youth group, where it's all sort of centered around the same idea, which mm-hmm. is Christianity in general. Um and if you don't feel a certain way, and you aren't compelled to feel a certain way, you know, it's just, it's hard to go through that and you feel very, like, uh, you feel like something's wrong with you sometimes. Because yeah. it's like, I don't understand, this is, I'm supposed to feel this and this, but I feel that and that, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I didn't think it was wrong to be gay. I never yeah. saw a gay person and thought, like, oh no, they're gonna mm-hmm. go to hell, yeah. you know. Yeah. I never felt that way, and... It, you know, we were even saying that beyond that, just any other activities that the church thought was not good, like listening to music with swear words and it was yeah. supposed to be bad. And there was this, it was a very strong focus on music, I remember. Yeah, I remember it was after this one youth conference we went to and it was like the one that kind of like exploded our youth group into kind of a like a Jesus freak frenzy thing not in a bad way but all of a sudden like everyone was really passionate Mm -hmm. and that's when we went home and it was like all right time to get rid of all the evil in your life that that kind of thing and so like everyone left and right was just like I don't listen to that anymore and I got to get rid of this and I gave that away and meanwhile I was like I don't want to do that I remember that I remember feeling the same way where I was like Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean I was really into AFI at Mm -hmm. the time Oh, man. I still love AFI, yeah. but yeah. I mean, at the time, I was, like, really, really into them, and mm. I think at the time, they had just released a new album, mm-hmm. I think Sing the Sorrow was new-ish, mm-hmm. and yeah. I remember, like, I'm not getting rid of that, I love that album, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, yeah, I had just gotten into, like, System of a Down, and I had, like, yeah. their first album, and that album, like... It's full of like with the craze. creepy hand with the, the creepy yeah, hand. It's got yeah. a song called "Devil" that says like the devil is so lovely, and I was like, I love this album so much. I'm not getting rid yeah. of it. But there was like I I remember I don't know if you felt the same way, but I had like a lot of internal mm-hmm. struggle with like I can't help it. This is enjoyable to mm-hmm. me. Like and it was such a small thing. Music mm-hmm. like I mean not not that music is an important life, but yeah. it's something that I feel like it's wrong to make somebody feel. Like they're broken and mm-hmm. like almost like a defective human being. For yeah. The fact that they enjoy System of a Down or mm. AFI or you know, you you mentioned Marilyn Manson around a church group and they're oh. like, oh my God, something's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know I've talked to Ty about it, but did you have like parents that kind of like watched what you listened to, or was it pretty mm-hmm. much just whatever you wanted? Um, they watched what I listened to, but. 
I think that they also had a lot of trust in me that they they didn't know some of the stuff I listened to. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they completely knew and mm-hmm. I just thought I was being more sneaky than I was. But I don't think they quite realized it. But they, I don't know, they weren't as strict. But I think it's because they didn't know sort of thing. And if yeah. they knew, they probably would have been more concerned. Especially mm-hmm. my dad, who uh, he didn't grow up as religious. And then he became religious later in life. Which I feel like is a very different person than somebody who grows up religious and stays that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you decide to be religious later in life and you do have that moment where you say, I'm not listening to this anymore, you know, and, you know, for him it was like, I don't listen to The Doors anymore and stuff like that. It's just like, really? Like, that's sad. The Doors are great. You know, and he's like, well, because Jim Morrison did these things Mm -hmm. and things about that. Yeah, and it's just very, like, uh, it seems like a shame to me to let go of it is. good music. And then they and then they expect you to go from that, like, to put down System of a Down or The Doors or AFI. Yeah. And then to pick up, like, this terrible oh, Christian yeah. music, this they awful a, They rock. had a different version of everything. Do you remember that, oh, too, where it was like... Yeah. If you like, uh, that's right. If you like System of a Down, you're gonna love this band, and yeah. it's always just like cheesy, it's like really bad. I can't music. even think of any of the bands now. I think mm. I must have just blocked there was them like, from my mind. I've heard of DC Talk. DC Talk. DC Talk. DC Talk. <laughs> There's Audio Adrenaline. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, <laughs> oh man, they're all kind of cheesy names. Jars of Clay. Jars of Clay is actually kind of good. Yeah, I'll give them a little bit of a pass. Jars of Clay is one of those bands where you're like, wow, are these these guys Christian? Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, you know, like, where you, yeah. you find out later. Mm-hmm. I just, I think it's just that a lot of music that makes a point to be Christian mm-hmm. is very, um, it seems bland. Yeah. Because they're always singing about the same thing. Mm-hmm. At least that's kind of the way I see it. And there's just something about it that's, like, not as creative. Because mm-hmm. I almost feel like that these people might be censoring themselves. Mm-hmm. To, you know, like, you know, we only sing about God. And not only do we only sing about God, but if we do sing about anything else, we try to make sure that it's safe. And I could be projecting, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's kind of the impression I get from bands that make a point to say, like, we're Christian, and that's the music we make. I think my theory on it is that the people who end up playing, like, the Christian music or whatever, it's fine if you listen to it, you know, I'm not trying to hate on it or anything, um, even though it sucks, a lot of it <laughs> sucks, um, is those are the people that can sort of mildly play instruments. So he's kind of can play guitar, oh, yeah, but yeah. he's of- not good enough that he can just like go off on his own and do all these incredible creative things. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I can kind of play guitar, and I'm a Christian, so why don't I play guitar for Jesus? Right. And so it's all like sort of mediocre talents, and I'm sure they get good after playing for years and years. But it's like mediocre talent who's like, I can play drums, I can play keyboard, I might mm-hmm. as well play for Jesus. And then those are the people that get funneled. Whereas the people who have the true talent are like, realize and understand that music, you know, shouldn't be constricted to this one genre or this one idea. And they go on to do, you know, the real shit. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. A lot of, a lot of like power chords and things. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're right about that. I feel like if somebody has enough talent, they're going to completely diversify yeah. like everything yeah. that they're going to write about. Well, and if their passion lies in making music mm-hmm. and not in the subject of the music, mm-hmm. then 
then their passion for music is going to show by their music being mm-hmm. superior. And that's another good point, too, is how many, like, great bands do you see that, like, you know of, they're just like, I got this one idea, and mm-hmm. I want to, I, w- I just want to project this idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a lot of bands don't form based on one idea. They, f- they form based on their love of music yeah. and making music. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't, just because you decide to not make Christian music doesn't mean you're, you know, it becomes an evil thing. You can still make, you know, wholesome music that makes you feel good or whatever. It just, I don't know, just something about that whole genre. It's all n- no good. It's all bad, man. <laughs> it just, it strikes me as dull. It is dull. It's bland. It yeah. all sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of music, like, that you hear on the radio is like that today. Like, oh, yeah? listening to the point. Can't yeah. do it anymore. That's I true. I hardly ever listen to music radio anymore. Yeah, it's tough. Right. It's really yeah. tough. You know, and we were even talking about this a couple episodes ago, like the lineups for Point Fest, like in the oh, early days. Yeah, the oh, early yeah. days were amazing. Like the Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. who I forgot who, a bunch of other ones. Though. The early days seemed Primus. like it was like Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah. It looked awesome. And now this year it's Five Finger Death Punch, and <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. same old shit. But trapped and mm-hmm. I don't even think they can get trapped anymore, mm-hmm. Ty. All right. We got a couple. We play a game every once in a while, Ty. Yeah. So we're gonna gonna pull this up real quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> play that or this. I got a couple of them real quick that I'll throw around the yeah, table. Yeah. What do you got? If you guys have anything about it, if not, it's cool. Okay. My first question, and you guys can just both answer it. You mm-hmm. know. But I'll at the go same with, time? Not at the same time. I might get a little bit of... Okay. I'm like a little crazy. But I'll, I'll start with you, Ty. Would you rather be the best racquetball player in the world mm-hmm. or find $65 on the street? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I mean... That's tough, actually. Because I was going to say, like, being the best, like, anything in the world would be pretty awesome. Except how exactly are you going to display that... Like, how often do you go just like to the racquetball courts? Mm-hmm. You know, is there professional racquetball? I'm sure, I'm there, sure there's there got to be, right? I mean, if you can win the racquetball Olympics, then maybe you can yeah. make more than sixty-five. Maybe dollars. I'm just thinking of the, the women. That's um, what I'm thinking. You think of. so? The racquetball groupies. Yeah. Right. Would you be attracted to someone really like really great at racquetball? <laughs> <laughs> just based on just the racquetball, like yeah. if if I was on like, <laughs> like eHarmony and their profile said like I am literally the best racquetball player in the world, mm-hmm. and they had some sort of proof of that, yeah, like a certificate. Would I, would I like yeah. to go on a date with and them? This is my sash that I was presented with. Um, to be honest, I'd probably congratulate them, but yeah. I don't know if that would be the key point. Yeah, I mean, but that's me now. though. I mean, yeah, you know, there might be other people out there who mm. are like, oh yeah, the best racquetball player in the world. Yeah, <laughs> screw it, I'll be the best racquetball player in the world. Because at least you're the best at something. Well, then that's the rest of your life that you're the best at it. Mm-hmm. Sixty-five dollars is, you it's know, true. fleeting. That is true. And you you could probably find a way to make sixty-five dollars out of being the best racquetball player in the world, mm-hmm. like special appearances. Uh-huh, yeah. And, yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure there's some racquetball ladies out there who. Are Super into it. I'm so sure. That's what I'm going for. Okay. Um, here's another one that I have. Would you rather be able to speak any language fluently or be able to talk to animals? Oh, mm. that's a good one. 
Uh, <laughs> we're talking any language, and even sign language, too. You could just rock signs all day. Wow. You could read Braille. I don't know why you yeah. want to do that, but you could do it. <laughs> yeah. You could, like, show off In to your friends. In case there's just, like, a Braille cool, exclusive yeah. place mm-hmm. that, you know, you can... <laughs> and not a lot of times does it not say what it says in Braille yeah. right above it. Right, but... right. I feel like I don't see Braille that much anymore. I feel like I used to see it all the time, like restroom signs and stuff. I, feel, I don't know if I you see Braille. You know, I always Braille wondered about Braille is, how do they know where to touch? Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like there might be a sign over There's here. <laughs> oh, yeah, there yeah. is. You know, like, yeah, how do you, how I mean, you know? I, I don't know any blind people, so I, you know, I'm not being uh, mm-hmm. ignorant, like, in a mean way. I just no. literally don't understand. That's like, a legitimate how do you... question. And and normally, I guess somebody would guide their hand, but why would you be a dick and just not tell them, like, this <laughs> right. is the men's restroom? Well, maybe yeah. they're, you know, you're... You're blind and being led by an illiterate. Mm-hmm. Then. Oh, so you're just yeah. fiercely independent. You're just like, yeah. I'm gonna find don't tell shit. me. I just let me. <laughs> Who's the the deaf guy and the blind guy combo? They're like their best friends, like the odd couple. That right. would be crazy. Yeah, I mean the blind and the illiterate. Yeah, so, you know you can help your blind friend by placing his hand on the wall and saying, "Read this bridle for me." <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> Is this the ladies' room or the men's room? <laughs> Speaking of Braille, also, I went to McDonald's recently, and they have a sign, like, right whenever you walk in, it says, Braille inside, and then they have, like, a like a almost like what Braille looks like, but it's not Braille. It's, not it's just Braille. a sign that says, we have Braille. <laughs> it's, why, why would you do that? Well, so that the... the um, the people who can see can say, oh, great, I can bring all my blind yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do blind people know about this? <laughs> mm. um, for the question, though, I I feel like talking to animals would be the cooler one. Mm. But then I wonder, you know, would that be wildly disappointing? Like, you can talk to animals and then literally your dog is just, oh, my God. Oh my God! There's another dog. Oh yeah. my God, dog! You know. <laughs> would you so, Would you be able to have fully formed conversations right. with them? Um, and could you turn it off? Like, what if I don't want to hear what the dog's talking right, the about? The dog's right now? just thinking, like, yeah. you know, like my butt. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> yeah, that's a key part too. Is if you can turn it off, I think. Because if not, then you're just gonna like go outside and you're gonna hear like birds chirping, and they're gonna be like, "Hey." Hey! Yeah. Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! Hey, we're over here! Cool, we're over here! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll be that. Hey, you want to bang? It'll be this just... <laughs> it, will be. <laughs> it will be. It will be. So, um, I don't know, that'd be a cool As cool as it is... So, okay, so... I think maybe language, just mm-hmm. because it seems like that would open up a lot more travel yeah. and yeah, that type of experience... As much as talking to animals would be neat, um, mm-hmm. I feel like I would get more out of talking to other humans. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's self-centered yeah. of me, yeah. but it just seems that might be what, what the yeah. case is. I think so. It's a deceptive one. You feel you feel like the animals, but then... Mm. Yeah, and then you think about what do the animals... And they might say some really useful things, like, you know, how animals can sense things that people mm-hmm. can't. They can sense weather and... Yeah. You know, some would argue supernatural. And yeah, who knows things. what else? Who knows what else they can sense? Maybe yeah. they can sense something that we had just had, would have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a ghost in the room right now. Yeah, he could you be know, right here. I wouldn't want to know that though. I don't know if I would want my dog to be like, "There's a ghost in here, dude." Really? <laughs> I just feel like I could have done without noticing that. Like, <laughs> just be the guy that's like, "There's a ghost in here right now." Like, you're just telling everybody that asshole, and you know he's not lying because yeah. he's a dog, and dogs right. are, don't lie. Yeah, why would dogs lie? They have nothing to gain you from know. it. No. Also, what if you find out that your dog hates you? Oh, uh, see, that would be sad. Like, and like your dog <laughs> is just saying the most terrible things to you all day. Mm-hmm. 
He's just looking at you all happy, but he's like, here. Oh, yeah, idiot. it's like, yeah. um, maybe they're on the other end of, you know, how you say, you can say anything to a dog as long as you say it in a happy tone. You mm-hmm. pet your dog, and you're like, oh, you stupid idiot. I do that you all know, the time, yeah. So maybe the dogs are like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, as they... <laughs> oh. That's a, my dog, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this. My dog is afraid of scary movies. Really? Wow. Yeah, like if we're watching a scary movie, I don't know if he senses the the music or if he senses our like apprehension or the tension in the room. But if we're watching a scary movie, he's like he's freaked out and he's like pacing back and forth. He kind of like sits by you and looks at you. Wow. You have to yeah. You just kind of have to either lock him in a room or just like I've never heard of something reassure him the whole time. Yeah, it's weird. I've never heard of a dog being afraid of. Movie. I mean, I've seen dogs like watch TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Dave's dog watches wrestling. Really? Does yeah, because well, Dave watches wrestling, so nice. it's on. But the dog is like literally sitting, staring at the TV. And at first, it was just kind of funny, like, "Oh, it looks like he's mm-hmm. watching TV." The commercials come on, and he stops. <laughs> he goes and gets some yeah. dog food. He stops, and then when it comes back on, he watches the TV again. Yeah. It's just kind of, I mean, it's kind of cool because. At least he's entertained, you know? Yeah. I love when uh, when dogs, like, get into Animal Planet. Oh, like yeah. Like, when there's a dog show on and the dog mm-hmm. is sitting there watching it. That is so amazing. I love that. I was watching a video the other day of uh, of wolves howling. It was like, uh, this video just came out. Somebody was at, like, a wolf reserve. And all the wolves started howling all at the same time. And it was, like, really loud and, like, this haunting sound. And I had, like, my speakers plugged in. And I didn't even think about it, but, but I, like... I was playing it, and then all of a sudden my dog comes into my room like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like looking around. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. Oh. Also, I just uh, had a cricket burp, by the way. Did you? I know. I've been kind of like, I can kind of taste it. Yeah, I burped bit. tonight. You yeah. still rolling with the cricket taste over yeah, there? Yeah, I found a wing in my teeth a yeah. bit ago. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Yeah. You'll get that once in a while, sure. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is a question, too, that's pulled up. I don't really think this is a hard one but maybe somebody would struggle with it <laughs> would you rather never have to worry about money or live in a pokemon world pokemon really yeah <laughs> pokemon now what sure. are the advantages of the pokemon world that there are pokemon <laughs> there are pokemon yeah. um, um, and you really the feel that, the need to catch them all all mm-hmm. the time well you don't necessarily because in the show and like there are people who make make a living in the pokemon world by just they just live in one place. Like, you mm-hmm. don't have to travel around. Like, you know, Ash and company, they're just walking yeah. around in the woods, a bunch of lost 10-year-olds, mm-hmm. not dead somehow. Constantly trying to catch them all. Right, but, you know, there's also, like, there's gym leaders, there's those people who work at the store, you know, every yeah. time you go there. And... It would be kind of crazy to live in a in a crudely animated world like that. It would be. But I feel like every like I was never I was never like a huge Pokemon kid, mm-hmm. but I feel like every time I watched it I saw like I saw him throwing the ball and I saw like a lot of explosions. Mm-hmm. Was there like the possibility of death in a lot of the episodes for Ash? I'm not sure. Like I never actually For Ash, I don't know. Like Charizard but, was coming at him or something or You know, I think they might have tried to convey that, but I never quite Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember when the movie came out? I do. Actually, I was never really that huge into Pokemon. Like, I moved from Arizona here in, like, 2000 or 2001. And 
Pokemon wasn't a thing over there. I think I like saw it a little bit, and then I came here, and it was a full-on oh, thing yeah. here when I got here. That was super so, Pokemon. Yeah, all my friends played it and watched it, and I watched it a little bit, and I don't know, tried to play it a couple times, but uh, now I miss the wave, mm. the Pokemon wave. Yeah, I was I was um, completely just yeah one hundred percent Pokemon nerd. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's chill. Just way into it, but uh. So then you yeah. would struggle, well then obviously you wouldn't struggle mm-hmm. with the question, right, yeah. but that's a question more geared towards you. I would mm-hmm. just pick the, not yeah. worry about money. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but, I would I would pick that if I, you know, if it was a... If it was something else. Yeah, yeah. something that I like, wasn't into. Yeah, for me, like, if it was like, would you rather um, not ever have to worry about money or rather live in like a Hogwarts universe, I'd be See, like, that would be perfect. Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I'll be a wizard. Man, what kind of universe would I have? What kind what of, would you mean? I don't know, because I wouldn't want to really, I wouldn't care about Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't care about Pokemon, really. I don't know, yeah. man. Would it be like wrestling? Pick a wrestling world? Or, or just an entire universe based on wrestling. <laughs> or, that would be a little extreme. <laughs> it would be a bit scary. It would be, you never know, anywhere you might just get ambushed, and then you're in a... Like, I know, like I'm trying to sleep, and I get an elbow drop drama. Yeah. There's a lot oh, of that, too. backstage drama, kid. Yeah. Man. What about like a uh, like a Twilight Zone? Oh, that would be cool. Or something, or oh yeah, you live every day just unsure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be kind of sweet, like just living in like yeah, or like yeah, like an Alfred Hitchcock type, mm-hmm. where I'm just one of the I'm not the dude that's like that's plotting and murdering somebody and getting away with it. Yeah, I'm just like just one of the dudes that's in the universe. Yeah. What if you're the dude that's the star of the universe eventually though, and you're the star of the episode, and that means you're probably gonna die. Mm, yeah, that'd be bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta you gotta play the hand you're dealt, I guess, Ty. Yeah. Then you could be like badass. I'm in an episode of Twilight Zone. Right. I might die, but that's pretty cool. It, it would be cool. So sure yeah, you can always twist it around anyway at the end. Oh, I wasn't mm-hmm. dead all along. Yeah. <laughs> oh, super twist ending. Yeah. I'm really an alien now. Yeah. <laughs> that what was a- the twist ending of most of them. <laughs> yeah, it was right. What else? What else are we obsessed with? Do you have any other obsessions? Um, probably do. A lot of obsessions. And I don't Metalocalypse, really... that show makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear good things about that. I've never it's, watched it's it. It's really funny. And mm-hmm. actually, um, I didn't know that I liked it until I had it on TV without watching it one mm-hmm. time. Because, I, I mean, it's not that it looks bad, but yeah. I just it wasn't paying attention one day and I heard a line from it that mm-hmm. just, like, cracked me up and I was like, I have to start watching this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so that's really what hooked me was the voice acting and the, and the lines, I guess. But yeah, that one would be a fun one. That's what I was like with, uh, Tim and Eric. Awesome show. Great job. Oh, I love that mm-hmm. show. Oh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> Have you man. seen their movie? Oh, of course. It's one of my, it's like every bit of that movie makes me laugh. Yeah. Whenever, uh, my favorite part, well, is whenever he comes and he pretty much takes the guy's kid away. But then, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but then it's just... It's just the scene. It's just the scene where he's just staring at his kid, and he's like, "You are my boy." (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, it's it's one of those films that every line is funny for one reason or another, Mm -hmm. and it's either what they're saying or the way they're saying it, (laughs) or just the way they look while they say it. Yeah, just every part of it makes me laugh. (laughs) And then the just going back to that, the transition when he. When he meets the guy's kid, and then he's like, you going to be my son? Is that okay with you, Uncle Reg? <laughs> <laughs> like he's calling him Uncle Reg now. Uh-huh. Yeah, call me daddy. Yeah. Why don't you call me daddy? Call me daddy. They were playing that silently in uh, 
when we were at the Firebird oh, yeah. a few weeks ago. We oh, just yeah. had that on loop. We went and saw Unknown awesome. Mortal Orchestra. Yeah. Good time. Well, uh, let's. I guess it's about the time. Let's pour one out to Too Heavy to Skydive. That's right, Too yeah. Heavy to Skydive, the guys from Talk STL. Yeah, we were on a recent um, media tour, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It was we, a big tour. We did one, one stop sh- tour. We did one show, mm-hmm. and then I went to Vintage Vinyl and dropped off some stickers, and that was that concluded our yeah, media tour. That was pretty much it. <laughs> Basically, yeah, those were some good guys. It was a funny show. Yeah, and their show is on demand mm-hmm. on Talk STL. They also, I guess, they do the podcast separately, which you can find on iTunes. Yeah, but we were on the uh, the three twenty six thirteen episode, so you can you mm-hmm. can uh, stream that or download it anytime. Yeah, that was weird being on another show like that, not being not being the host or whatever. Yeah, it was weird, but at the same time, I was glad that I didn't have to sit there and keep thinking of topics. Yeah, it was nice. I was happy whenever we got there, and they, all three of them had no idea what we were going to talk about mm-hmm. either, and we sat like, there like, okay. well, what do we got? What do we got to pull one out to? Yeah, we're not the only ones then. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we got Aaron here, who's uh, in the band Killer Whale, and they're playing again this coming Saturday, which is what, what did we say? March 30th? March 30th. Um, at the uh, Way Out Club. Mm-hmm. At 8.30 p.m. sharp. You guys have a Facebook or a... Uh, we do, actually. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of the URL, but it's Killer Whale on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you can find it on Twitter? Do you guys do Twitter? Uh, we don't have a Twitter. I think we had one, but it hasn't been updated in a while, yeah. so we're kind of trying to get back on that. We are uh, kind of working on re uh, restarting all that kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. for a while, the band wasn't active. Mm-hmm. And just in the past few months, we've been sort of picking up again, and including me, you know, with the addition of me this time. And uh, after the show, we're going to start recording a album soon. That's so exciting. we'll be more active on the internet with things to post. And things yeah, like cool. That. Let us know, like, whenever, or let us, I guess we'll try to keep up too, but let us know if you ever have a show or something, we'll pimp it out a little oh, bit, yeah. mm-hmm. or whenever if you guys do an album be cool to have you or even the rest of them on oh, yeah. yeah that would be awesome and um also to find your artwork what was that uh, that was antbarks.com mm-hmm. antbarks.com so, yeah. ant theater and an aardvark combined yeah. is the best way to remember that one there you <laughs> go. and if you ever need any any art needs folks you need a picture made or you just really want like a maybe like a badass picture of you <laughs> in like a in like a loincloth holding mm. an axe on the yeah. top of like a like a mound of zombie bodies. Oh, that's completely Could you doable. do that? Oh my god. Completely okay. doable. Have you uh, done any work like that with like somebody like uh, maybe like a portrait of them or something? Not in those exact words. Mm-hmm. Not not so much the loincloth and really? zombie <laughs> pile, but I'm not opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I just, sure. No one's commissioned that one yet. Yeah. But yeah. Drawn mm. people, people, pets, different things, whatever people want to see. Yeah. I'll have to contact you then, because I've been I've been shopping around for a portrait of myself in like a Napoleon outfit, maybe on a horse, <laughs> something that wacky totally like that. Awesome. Right? That'd be totally awesome. So yeah, um, that's what we got. I guess we'll be back next week with more tales, with more uh, exciting adventures. Exactly. And thanks to we'll eat yeah, some uh, other bugs. Me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Any more bugs too? We gotta find mm-hmm. more bugs. Yeah. Which yeah. other kinds of bugs can you eat? I mean, I guess technically you can eat any bugs, but. Yeah. I like my all of my food to be packaged and sold with like colors and you know artificial flavorings yeah. for the most yeah, part. Yeah. I wouldn't want to find just like a bug. You want to just ground. pick it up and eat one. Mm. It's too natural. Yeah. Just eating a bug, it just it seems is. gross. 
These I need some processing. Of if even my <laughs> maybe I could maybe delicacies. I'm maybe really I liking could... all the zero percents on these nutrition facts. <laughs> True, that's a pretty <laughs> sp- look this at is these. A spotless nutrition fact. Nine calories and nothing else. It's wow, amazing, right? What more can you ask for? Right. How are they sure that this that this cricket didn't eat any sodium? That's and true. Is, and true. I'm actually surprised that it doesn't have sodium because you'd think the bacon and cheese yeah. uh, flavoring, mm-hmm. which I guess maybe not because as we found out, it hardly tasted like anything. Before. Yeah, that's true. It's all a lie. Maybe if we see a bug out on the street, maybe I could just like close my eyes and you could real like real quick put it in a package for me. Then it would be okay and to eat try it. to taste it. I think it. Just like be you have okay a little ziplock with a bug in it, you mm-hmm. know, here you go. <laughs> and if you come up with like a catchy like like name for the company. Like a name for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cricket Bits, Cricket Bites. I would I would do it. Cricket Bites sounds good. Cricket, cricket bites, bites. Maybe a little trademark at the end. Yeah, that'd be good. Let's do TM. it. TM. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out all Aaron's stuff and thanks again for coming well, in. Thank you for yeah, having thanks. me. Nice seeing you. Yeah. Each other more. <laughs> you have just listened to Complete Sentences with Ty and Rocky K. Please feel free to email us at completesentencespod at gmail.com.